Here we go. Today's daf is daf pay Aleph, page 81 in the Haley Gumasakas Kedushin. Yeah, get him in, get him in. All right, we're on the very top line. Here we go. Top line of pay Aleph, Amar Aleph, second to last daf in the Haley Gumasakas Kedushin. Amar Rav Yehuda Marav. Rav Yehuda says, in the name of Rav, again, what are we going to? The laws of Yichud. And how many men and how many women? This that we say you could have two men and one woman and there's not a yichud problem that's inside the city. Let's say you're outside the city, you're traveling. You should have at least three men. Maybe one of them has to step away to use the restroom. And the other one is going to be therefore everybody has their, their bodily functions. You're going to have to step away. So you have a third to ensure that uh, that yichud um, that yichud doesn't happen. Name Masiel. It will bring a proof. When the husband and wife go to Yerushalayim to drink the soda waters, Bezdin sends two men with him. That means you got three men and one woman. Givaldik. You have the husband plus two others. Now, why does the husband need a shmira? Because he can't have relations with his wife. It would be a yichud problem because she's on her way to drink the soda waters. Okay, says the Gemara, two and him, you got three men. So we have a proof, three and a woman is not a problem. Says the Gemara, no, Hasam, there, maybe over there, it's not because of a Yichud issue that we send three men. No, you don't have a proof, it could be, but you don't have a proof, it could be the reason why we have two other men is to testify if they have relations, let's say he decides to have relations with her, the husband. Now when they show up to the base of Mikdash, the site the waters aren't going to be effective, we're not going to let her drink. Maybe that's why I have two. But the reason why I have two is not because of a yichud vikahalach. Okay? Fine. Now, our Gemara, uh, for a little bit, is going to give us a couple stories. Rav, the Rav Yehuda. Oh, one second. Did any of the people give your daughter money? I don't know yet. I'll check after. Oh, that's the most important <laughs> thing. Well, no, Rav, Maybe she got a bum, a bum group of people. Rav and Rav Yehuda, Havikaz Liborcha. Rav and Rav Yehuda were walking on the road, Havikaz Lahi Itzakamayu. And there was a woman walking in front of Rav and Rav Yehuda. Amalei Rav and Rav Yehuda. Rav said, Rav Yehuda, Dal Karech Mikami Gehenim. Move your feet away from Gehenim. Which means let's not keep walking behind her. There's a lucky, you're not supposed to walk behind the woman, lest your mind goes to the wrong place. Let, let's make sure we stay away from Gehenim. Amarlai, he says to him, Bamaruda Amar Bikhsherim Shapidami. Yeah, let's say, listen, he says, We're Ksherim. We're kosher guys. We're not gonna our minds aren't gonna go to the wrong place. What's the issue? Listen to this. Gavalt, you ready? Again, review the sister Rav. What do you, what do you, what's the problem? We're not we're, we're kosher guys. Amarlay says, Rav, speak for yourself. Me Yamar Dikshirim Kigoin Anovaat. Really? Me and you are Ksherim? But us, our minds can go to the wrong place. Let's book on it here. Okay. Do, do, does teach the girls? Rav says, Malkin Yichud. We give Malkus if people are ever in Yichud. No, you don't get Malkus if you actually have relations. Just Yichud itself is a problem. See, I've, talk, I've spoken to people. We know this. They talk to people, men and women. They have yichud. You're like, hello, you're not allowed to do that. What do you think we're doing already? You think we're going to? The answer is, I don't think you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yichud itself is a problem. It's not that I suspect you're doing anything else. This alain is an issue. <laughs> Just yichud. Not that I suspect you do something else. But we don't forbid a woman to her husband upon yichud, which means if you have a married woman, who hangs out with another guy and is miach with him, we're not going to say she can't go back to her husband. We don't assume relations. Okay? That's not, that far we don't go. For this, is it possible or is this yeah. 
Um, well, it's Yichud is really Yichud gets back to Arias, but the extension of it is Midrabban. Yeah. Amar Abashi Eli Amar and Elav Yichud Penuya of Ob Yichud Eishes Ishlay. When it comes to Yichud Eishes Ish, we don't take the Shlaytei Mighty Laz Albanel. We're not. We don't want to be Mighty Laz on her kids. So therefore, we're not going to give either one Malkus. People are going to say, "Oh, you know why they get Malkus? Because they had relations." Marzutra Malkiu Machris, but Marzutra would give Malkus, and he would announce why he's giving Malkus. Don't worry, he would give them, give them a whipping, and say, "Hey, I'm not whipping them because they had relations. I'm whipping them because they were miyachi." Yeah. Why don't you do the same thing? It's a good idea. The reason why you said you don't get Malkus is that people shouldn't suspect that. But do 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 what we said before. Explain why you're giving Malkus. Nobody's going to suspect anything. Guess what? There's always people who come late to Bezdin and people who leave early. It's the same as Shul. Yeah? So you could have somebody who was in Shul and is there by the Malkus and walks out in Malkus and is going to go, hey, you know what happened? They, they had relations. All of her kids are Mamzerim. And, you know, and meantime, they announced afterwards they're going to do with relations. But since you didn't come in, they come out, they did. Nobody stays the whole time, right? Like a shul dinner. So then, uh, so then uh, uh, he didn't want to rely on that. Omar Rav. Rav says, Malkin We give Malkus for somebody who it is well known that they publicly, says Rashi, they publicly do Averis, even if you don't actually have witnesses uh, who warned the person. Okay, so you know. Everybody knows. What are they saying them? They do public. They do it because they don't know, or they do it because they don't care. Because they don't care. They do it because they don't care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, society is like that. Yeah. So the halacha is so you'd, we, you'd give you give the guy about, We're not talking about from. Yeah, we are from society. We're talking about the Gemara is talking about. Says Rav. About all kinds of people. Says Rav. Rav says, listen. You walk around the Narda, you walk around Pompadisa, you walk around places in Bavel. There's a, a single guy and a single girl, they hang out together, right. they're always uh, touching each other uh, publicly and appropriately and things like that, and they, they don't care. He says, we're going to give the guy Malchus. I, nobody warned him this and that. Everybody knows about them, so we've got to put him in his place. Shinamar, as it says, Al Bonai Kiloi Toivashmua. My sons don't do this because. The word going out about you is not good. Marzutra Maisivlay Afsera Al Kaspe Umakrile Al Bonai. Marzutra would put a uh, an Afsera, some sort of like uh, shoulder straps on uh, on somebody's shoulders, and he would say the Pasuk of Al Bonai to remind him that this is why he's receiving Malchus because of this Pasuk of uh, because of this Pasuk of Ali. That you shouldn't be a type of person that people could easily walk around talking about your public immorality. Omar Rabba Rabba says, If you ever have all these halachas about not having seclusion with a woman, a married woman, is if her husband's not around in town. If her husband's in town, there's no transgression of yichud. Okay? So, here you go. But these are only married women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a leniency on a, for a married woman, right? What are the straps for? No, it, it's just an expression of what he would do, so people should know why he was giving this guy Malchus. Wearing straps means on his shoulder. Yeah, he would put because that's what the pasuk says. That's what the pasuk says. He would put Maisevle Afsira Al Kaspe. 
he would uh, he would make him walk around. It's referring to uh, noticeably uh, having received Malchus. Oh, having received. That's right. Testament. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But if you have a married woman, there's a, a big leniency over here, as long as her husband's in town. Amar Yosef, Pesach Basuach Another way you could be lenient on on uh, seclusion on Yichud is if there's a Pesach Basuach an open doorway to Yichud. There's no concern about Yichud. So when the public could see him, okay. So I'll give you an example: you have a woman who's home and a, a Mishulach comes collecting at the door. Is she allowed to let him into the house, or is it a Yichud problem? So if the front windows, the blinds are open, everything's open, and she's only talking to him by the street where people could see right in, even if the door were to close behind him, it's not a yichid problem because it's considered an opening to Rishus Harab. Rav Bibi Ikla Lebei Rav Yasef. Rav Bibi would, uh, when he would visit the house of Yasef, Basar de Karach Rifta, Amar Lahush, Kulei Dark Mitaisi Bivi. After they would uh, start the Suda, he would say, remove the ladder from underneath. Okay, why? Because he, uh, he was upstairs, his wife was downstairs, they would have a ladder, what we'll call a, a staircase, going from top to bottom. So you say, move the ladder so my guest can't go downstairs. Yeah, because if he's downstairs, be, that's considered yichud with my wife. Says the Gemara, It's not yichud with his wife. You know why? Because you're upstairs. You're in the same city. Shiny Rav Bibi. Yeah, well, nobody else on that floor. Says the Gemara, Shani Rav Bibi, the Shoshbinei Havoi, the Gaisaba. And this is fascinating. Says the Gemara, even if Baila Beir... That's, only, that's not a leniency if your wife and this fellow are good friends. If they know each other very well, and they're very friendly, they, they've, you know, not even in, in an improper way, but they're very familiar with each other. So then when you're ready, you, you know the culture of the whole, uh, uh, of, of each other, so then the leniency of Baila Beer doesn't apply. Now notice the psychology of it. The psychology of a woman not being miyached with somebody or, or doing a transgression with somebody when her husband's around is because she knows her husband's around, he can come in at any time. And uh, the, the other fellow knows it as well. It's not just her, the other guy knows that her husband's in town. I don't know when the guy's walking in. When they're so familiar with each other and each other's schedules and everything that's happening and when the time your husband's at work and when he, and he works by the hour and he can't leave work, so then, the, then you got to be more strict. Amar Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana says, If you have men on the outside and women in the inside, we do not suspect uh, Yichud. Okay. What does this mean? So very often they would have, you know, the homes that we have sometimes have multiple entrances and exits. They didn't always have that. So you'd, you'd come into a house, a room, and then there was another room behind that room. And then you had to come out, the same entrance. Okay? So if the men are the outside room, external room, women are the internal room, there's no problem with Yichud. Why? Because no man they can find an excuse room. to go into the inner room. What are you doing on this side of the Mechitza? What, what, what exactly is going on here? Anashimi Bifnim, but if women. Are there the nashim ibachutz and when we're out there then chayshim mishum yichud? We have to be concerned uh, because of yichud, because the men who are more prone to enter the woman section and the women are prone to enter the men section. You're going to say to a man, "Why are you there?" He's, "I'm on my way out the door." Uh, what do you mean? I, I got I have a, I have a meeting, right? I have a meeting. So he's on his he's on his way out. 
So then we say, yeah, it doesn't look so, uh, not so great. There's a chash of, uh, of yichud. There's a concern a man might go uh, into the women's area and seclude himself with a woman. So if you ever make a party in a setting like this, you know how to make the party. You know the halacha. And the Bryce we learned the opposite. I got to be machmir on, uh, on both approaches. Abaye Dyer Gufe, Rava Dyer Kana, Amar Oven, Sakva the Shata Rigla. This is referring to putting up a machitza when you have men and women together. Abaye would set up rows, uh, would set up, I'm sorry, pitchers separating. Uh, Rava would put up little uh, branches. And uh, an oven, Sakva the Shata Rigla, he would say, a very, very difficult time for these halachas, come out on Yamtif. Yamtif is the most terrible time for uh, Taruvis, for mixing between, uh, between men and women. Okay? Why? I don't get what Why? What, what's he saying? Yeah. He's pointing out nothing to do with Yichud per se, but he's saying on Yamtif specifically, you need to be very careful. The Mefarshim explain, because on Yamtif, everybody's dressed to kill. And people aren't running. There's nowhere to go. And the opportunity for inappropriateness between men and women when they're looking their finest and they're not busy and they're going to sit around and potentially start being flirtatious, that, leads, that, that lends itself to, to sin. So he says, Sakva deshata rigla, the most difficult part of the year. Uh, a hard part of the year is yomtif. You've got to be very careful. Uh, uh, Yom Tif time. Okay. Says the Gemara, Hanach Shuvyasa. There was a woman in captivity. The Asoi Linarda. She came to Narda. Askinu Lebeirav Amram Chasida. And they took these, apparently it was more than one woman. Hanach, these, okay, it's multiple women that were in captivity. They took, uh, they took these women to Rav Amram Chasida. They went up to uh, get a bracha, whatever it was. The Jewish woman? Yeah. Yeah. They were in captivity. They were, they, they were originally in captivity, and now they were brought to Narda out of captivity. But they were coming from, from captivity. Uh, captivity. Several women. Ishkulu Darga Mikamayu. And they, um, the latter. The staircase from one floor to the next was removed. And as um, one of the women passed by the opening where the ladder was, see a ladder needs a place to lean in the upper, to lower story to the upper story. They removed the ladder. And after the ladder was removed, it, it allowed a light to shine through, allowed light to get through that gap. And a light came and shone, you know, uh, shined through that opening. Shakle Rav Amram Lidarga, Rav Amram Chasida, when he saw her beauty, the light came down and like a spotlight. Oh, so the came. women were upstairs. Yeah, but there was one woman, there was one anyway, woman. But he yes, went down, the men she, went downstairs, the women were upstairs. That's right. Okay. Rav Amram went, he grabbed the ladder, a ladder that took 10 men to move. He found it within himself 
took it by himself, and he wanted to go up and shmuzer. When he reached the middle of the ladder, he um, he stopped, paused. And he shouted, there's a fire in Amram's house. There's the Gemara. Asu Rabbanon. Rabbanon came with their Sydney sparkling seltzer bottles. Everybody's coming to put out Rabbanon's fire. Yeah? Asu Rabbanon. Amrulebekibzan. And they said to him, oh, you embarrassed us. What is this, uh, April Fools? There's no fire here. Amar lahu, he said, Mutov, tichsifu bayamram ba'amadein. I prefer, he explained them what happened. Prefer that I embarrass myself in this world in front of you and you all see what I was on my way to do. But like, tichsifu minei la'amadasi, so I shouldn't be embarrassed in front of the Rabbani Shalom in the world to come. Ashpei, the yinpak minei. Um, Rav Amram davened in that time that his Yitzhahara should leave and a fire came from him and left Rav Amram said to the Yitzhahara your fire and I am flesh but I just beat you I beat you usually fire consumes flesh but he says I am flesh and I just beat you I just conquered you my dear Yitzhahara Okay. Rav Meir have a mislightsates by Ibrahim. Rav Meir have a would make fun of sinners. He'd make fun of sinners. Okay. Rashi says, Rashi says, he felt that people who sin brought themselves to it. See, very often, in order to even be enticed to sin, you have to be aware that it exists. You have to be aware that it exists. And then once you're aware, you get caught in its grasp. So if Mayor would make fun of people's earlier dumb decisions that they made, and he would say, you know why he's doing that? That's why you're sitting Okay? He would make fun of them. Yumachat, one day. Idmi lay satan, the satan appeared to him, the Itzahara dressed up. Ki'itza, like a woman, bahach gisa on the other side, the Nahara of the river. Okay? Of the what? Of the river. So, Rebbeir used to make fun of people who fell for the Itzahara. The Itzahara gave himself the form of a woman, on the other side, dressed up, and went, and went across the river, and looked. You know, dressed to kill. Dressed to kill. When Rav Meir was there. Itzahara put himself there. Lo have mavra. There was not a boat. Which means, Rav Meir was on one side, this woman's on the other side, there's no way to get across. Nokat mitzra. Bika'avar. So Rav Meir took a mitzra. Mitzra is a, a, a string. It's a... a uh, rope. A hammock, a more rope. He, he took. He, he figured out a way to get across in a mashunadik way, not a normal way to cross a river. But he found a way to get to, to get over there. Okay. Kimata the and he started crossing. Kimata pagamitzra. When he got midway across the river, shavke, shavke, 
Sharki Hila go. Hayatzer Baramashi. Hayatzer Mir. Oh, I got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Rav Meir did like this. Rav Meir, there's a woman on the other side. It's really Yitzhar. Rav Meir took a rope, threw it across the river to connect it, and then he was able to pull himself across. Halfway across the river, Yitzhar, you ever, uh, my, my kids do this to each other. You're like, you, you, you're pulling somebody up, and then boop, you like let go, and they, you know, and they, and they fall backward, like a, a rubber band type of thing or whatever it is, right? So he lets go. He lets go. Detention. Yeah. Um, if they wouldn't have told me from Shemayim, don't mess with Reb Meir and his Torah, I would have made your, wife, your, your life valueless. That's how you throw speaking. He's telling Reb Meir, stop making fun of sinners, that's his message. You don't even know the power that I have. And you're lucky that I'm letting go, otherwise you would have just sinned with me. Rav Akiva had mislaced by Yavir. Yumachad in the Satan kitzer bereish dikla. One day the Satan appeared like a woman on top of a palm tree. Nakte ledikla, so he went and held on to the palm tree because solik vazel and he began to climb up. Kimatul pavdik, he got halfway up the tree. Shavke, yeah, Shavke means he the he let go. Now I don't think over here like he let, he wasn't holding on to the Satan. Over here it means like he kind of like presented himself. He released the desire. He let go of the desire. Omar, he loved the Machriza Berakia. If they wouldn't have said in Shamayim, his Haru Berabi Akiva, Sayrasai, Shavisi the Damach Tartima. Same story. Same story. Which means nobody mess with the Yitzhahara. He's got his way. And no matter how great a person is, he'll find a way to rope, uh, to rope somebody in. Okay? Plimu, having Rogilame Marku Yoma, Plimu would say every day. Uh, good old Plimu. He would say, Gira be'ine the Satan. The Satan should have a spear stuck in his eye. Okay. What does that mean? He would challenge the Satan. You Satan, you go to your Lola, yeah, you, what do you do? Right, you, nothing causing trouble. You machad one day, mal yu madikipurahave, it was, it was, right before Yom Kippur. The Satan looked like a poor person. And he came and, and uh, called out to him. So they gave Plimu's house, gave the Satan bread. The Satan's dressed like a poor person on Arabian Kippur. So they gave him bread. The Satan said to Plimu, Yuma ki ha'idna kuli alma gavoy vanavrai. He says, It's not fair. You give me bread. Invite me into your house. Don't just offer me a loaf of bread. It's Yom Kippur. A yid needs to eat. You're going to give me a loaf of bread and send me on my way? I got to come in. Okay. So, Plimu's, uh, yeah, he hears. You're right. Now you're inviting me into your house. They put him at the table. He says, I want to eat with your family. I want to eat with you. Don't, don't put me on my own table. I, I just want everybody to think about our own Yitzharas and how it does this to us. Right? Like, Yitzhar, go away. He's like, it's not nice. It's not nice? No, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah? So, 
Asyuhu, they brought him, Asvuhu, and they sat him, Atacha, at the, uh, by the couch. You know, as part of the family. Have Yosef Mile Nafshe, Shikhna, his, as he was sitting there, his body got covered in boils, the kivi and sores alay on him. Okay. The have Ka'avid Bay Mili Demais, and the Itzahara, so now he's, he was making everybody there nauseous, Plimu's family nauseous. And Havikavid Bay Mili, he was doing things that were ma'as too. He was doing disgusting things. Amar Lay, so Plimu said to him, Top of Amud Bez, Tiv, Tiv Shapir, sit nicely. Yeah, sit nicely. Please have proper manners. Amar Lay, so he said, the, the Yitzhahara says, Havule Kasa. He says, uh, Bring me a Mazguli Kais Rashi says, yeah, dilute some wine for me. I want to drink wine. Yavule Kasas, they gave him wine. Ichmar Shodabe Kisu. So they brought him a spittoon. Yeah, he had to spit out. So they brought him a, they brought him a spittoon. Nachrube. And when he did this, they got upset at him. Shaka Umis. So Shaka Umis, Rashi says, who Hechzek Atme Kames. The Yitzhar made himself look like he just died. Like he has died. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, a, like a, a, a corpse. Shamu da Havika Amri, Plimbu Koto Gavra, Plimbu Koto Gavra. And everybody started to call Hatzala and, uh, you know, calling everybody. What happened? This guy died right for Yom Kippur in, in Plimbu's house. What happened? He's a beggar. And they, they, what, what happened? And the word started getting out that Plimbu was killed, this guy. Because he's gay. He's, didn't treat him well. First, didn't want him in his house. Finally, let him in his house. People started getting this whole story. You know, and then uh, he, he, he gave him Musser, and the guy had a heart attack. You know, the guy had a heart attack. He died. Yeah. So, Shamru, the Havika Amri, Plimbo Kotal Gabra. Plimbo killed the guy. Arak Vishata Nafshis Bebehisakise. So, now the cops came, and Plimbo's getting scared. Plimbo's getting scared. So, what did he do? Um, he, he went and he hid in the Besakise. Went ahead in the bathroom. Now keep in mind, the bathroom of Plimu was not a bathroom like in your house. He ran outside of town, basically. It means he headed for the hills. <laughs> he headed for the hills. He, he headed on ahead. Of them. Okay. Um, also Basre. Um, and they, they went after him. Nofal And he fell in front of him. Now, what happened was like this. Really, did anybody die? Nobody died. It was the Yitzhar. So the Satan realized that Plimu was mamish petrified. He's shaking in his boots. Okay? Shaking his boots. So, Kichazi Davimetzdar, Galilei Nafshe. This beggar now revealed himself that he never really died. He wasn't really a beggar. He says, I'm the Satan. Right? He says, he revealed himself. Amar Lei, my time Amr Tachi. He says, I'm the Satan. And I came to ask you a question. Why, on the bottom of Amud Bez, did you always say, Gira be'ene de Satan, that there should be a sword in my eyes, spears in my eyes. Why are you cursing me out like that every day? That's why I came to talk to you. That's why I came to talk to you. Okay? Amar Lei, my time Amr Tachi. So he says, What else do you want me to do? You are a Layotzlach. And not Layotzlach, because you're not successful. You're a good for nothing. What else do you want me to say? I'm trying to remind myself to stay away from you. 
So the way to remind myself to stay away from you is by saying that the, you should be killed. Amar lay says the Yitzhahara, lay mamar rachmona nigar hasata. You should say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should withhold the Sata. What does that mean like this? This is a very deep Gemara. Very deep Gemara. We say it every morning, right? Yeah. yeah. But the Gemara is basically saying what the Sata is telling Plimbo is like this. You're never fully going to kill me. I'm not going anywhere. I am actually in your heart. You can't live without me. I'm in your heart. We say... Not Two bases. Says the Gemara Brachis, you're supposed to serve Hashem with your Yitzhah Taif. It's two hearts. And you're supposed to serve Hashem with your Yitzhah The Yitzhah is not here to stop us from serving Hashem. Yitzhah is here to tell us, help us serve Hashem. He challenges us, but his goal is that I should serve Hashem. Yitzhah is here to serve Hashem with Yitzhah you serve Hashem with Yitzhah Taiv, you serve Hashem with Yitzhah Har. Both of them. Says Yitzhah to Plimu, you should stop saying and demanding that I be gone. Instead, you should ask for Siyata Deshmaya to, to conquer me. Yeah, to deal with me. And conquer me. Be successful. Because that's really your goal. The goal is to subjugate me. And that's my goal too. When you subjugate me, I'm Matzliach. Because I was here to challenge you. I want to be subjugated. I want, to, I want you to be matzliach. I want you to be... But to say that you shouldn't have any Yitzharas in your life, that, that, that the Yitzharas should be totally gone, he says that's inappropriate. It's not the right way to... It's not the right way to daft. Okay. Omar Rav Chia Barashi. Rav Chia Barashi says... I'm sorry. Rav Chia, Rav Chia Barashi. Rav Chia Barashi. Have a rugil. He had a custom. Kol Idan. All, uh, all times to have that he would fall on his face. What does this mean? When he would say tachanun, yeah, have Omar, he would say rachmonon harachmon yatzileno miitzahar. Hashem, please save you from the itzahar. You machad Hashem is ulevisu. One time his wife heard him say that Omar. She said, "Michti, let's see, have a kamishon in the parish. Let me know how many years has he not even been with me? It's already been a while since he's been with me. Had relations. My time at Omar Hachi. She says, I don't understand something." My husband yeah. doesn't seem to be attracted to me in general. And now he's davening Yitzhahara shouldn't have an impact on him. The guy doesn't have a Yitzhahara yeah. when it comes to morality. He doesn't, he doesn't even live with his yeah. wife. So she said like this. My time ago, why is he saying this? Yumachada. So one day, Havikah Garis Beginsa. He was learning outside in his backyard. Kishta Nafsha Chofu Vitanya Kameh. So she made herself all pretty. And she wanted to seduce him. Her own husband. But she dressed in a way where he wouldn't recognize her. Yeah? You want to know how it's possible? Yeah. It's possible. Alright. <laughs> um, he said to her, Manatu, who are you? Omra, she said, Yeah, she says, my name is Harusa. Uh, now, Harusa was well known to be a promiscuous uh, woman. Tiva, uh, he says, uh, yeah, he used to obey her. He says, you know, can I have your number? Can I have your number? She says, well, if you want to be with me, forget my number, I'll tell you. I'm happy to be with you. Go bring me a, a pomegranate from the top of uh, that tree and that'll be, you know, if you do that for me, I'll see your commitment to me. And, and uh, So he did that. So he came home. 
have a kashagra de bisu tanura, and his wife was baking. Salik vikoyasi bigave. He he went and sat next to the uh, fireplace. Amrale, my high. She said, well, What are you doing? Amrala, hachi bachi abamaisa. He told her what happened. He told his wife what happened. I was learning in the backyard. This woman came by. I asked her and uh, had relations with her. Oh, he did have, or he just he, yeah, he, he had made relations. arrangements there. No, no, he, he had relations with her. He had relations with her. Amrale, ano havoi. You didn't have relations with her. You had relations with me. Yeah, I, it was all me. The whole thing was a setup. Okay, la ishkachba. He did believe her. Until she gave various simana, various signs proving that it's her. Omar Allah, He says, You know something, my beloved wife? Even though it was you and I didn't sin, I have to be held liable. Because my intention was not pure intentions. Call Yomov shall the rest of his life. He uh, he fasted, and he uh, and he died by Isa Misa. He died because his body ultimately was weakened uh, because of that. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, the Tanya we learned in the Brisa. Isha hafiram v'ashem yistachla. You have a woman who takes an oath, and her husband removes the oath, but she doesn't know. She thinks she's transgressing. She says, I'm never eating another piece of meat. Her husband hears about it. He's like, nope, you sure are. Our house is not vegan. And she goes and eats meat, thinking that she's sinning. And it's not even a sin. It says, Hashem Yislach. Hashem will forgive her. What are we talking about? A woman made an nether to be a nazir. The husband heard. He says, no, you can't be a nazir. She doesn't know about it. And she drinks from him. We say her husband removed it. So you see from over here, even when somebody doesn't, did she actually sin? If the husband removed the vow and she drinks wine without knowing, did she actually sin? No, because you're not a Nazir in the first place. But since you intended to do a Nazir, since you intended to sin, Hashem Yislachla, you still need a Kapara. You see, when a person desires to sin and they don't, you still need a Kapara, you still need an atonement, which is coming off of the story of Rav Chia Barashi. Okay? Why would he tell his wife? Bad enough that you think that you were unfaithful to your wife, why do you want to come? And ruin and so upset her. What do you think? Let me tell you something. He was going to ask Machila. It would have driven him Let me tell you something. His whole life. This, we as a society, I don't know when it stopped. We have a very hard time being real. Being what? Real. Real. Being real. Our tzaddikim knew how to be real. He was a real person. You slip. You do tshuva. Invite her. His wife knew that. He knew that. They knew that. And they moved on. They kept going. That's it. No. Then you're not real. You're not real. Well, you're not real. You're, you're no. You're fooling yourself, and you're fooling. Uh, you're fooling your relationship. It's not real. Let's go a little weiter because we're uh, we're running late on time. Rabbi Akiva, he have a mati lahay psuka. Have a bachon. He reaches pasuk. He would cry. Amar he said, "Umami shenas gavin dachol pasachazir." If somebody decided to eat bacon, 
He's like, ooh, delicious bacon. They tell him afterwards, by the way, that was regular beef and it was kosher. You never ate bacon. The Torah says, If you intend to do an Avera, and you do it, how much more do you need a Kapara? Similarly, you find somebody intends to eat tray fats. You still carry your sin because you intended to sin. This is when people are really sensitive to sin. This is what takes up their time. This is what takes up their time. Their time is, right, their thoughts are, their machshavas are, when I do something, am I doing it with the right kavanas? Am I doing it? Am I doing it with the right intentions? We have a gemara earlier that says that one is thinks to do an avera and doesn't do it, then he's he's not guilty. He's not guilty of the avera, but he's guilty of the makshav, I guess. I thought we had that gemara. Yeah, but over here, was. you're right. But over here, he did an action. He did See, an action. And it just was the right. It was wasn't it, the avera. Action. Right. In the other case, it's like you want to do an avera, but you didn't end up doing okay. it. Over here, like you did an actionable. Yeah. Avera just punked. You, you thought the McDonald's wasn't kosher. It turns out there was a Shem Shabbos owner. <laughs> he still held accountable for trying to to uh, uh, do an Avera. Okay. A person is allowed to have Yichud with his mother. You could have Yichud with your sister. You could live with your mother and sister. He said that it's usher to have yichud with any arayas in the Torah. You can't even have yichud with an animal because as in the Torah, that's um, uh, no. What is, what's the pasuk in the Torah? Kol asheichem behem ma'isumas. Yeah, you can't be sheichem behem. You can be stiality. You chayav misa on bestiality. So that's considered arayas. You're not, and you're not allowed to be with, even with yichud with an animal. Tanam, we learned in the Mishnah, This is an upshlag. This is a refute on Shmuel. Because over here you see that you're allowed to have Yichud with an erva. Right? We said you can't have Yichud with any erva. You said you're allowed to live alone with your mother. You're allowed to live alone with your sister. So what does this statement mean? Shmuel is going to say, according to you, your sister, your mother-in-law, and any other Raisim, you can only live with them when there are Aidim, when there are other people around. When other people are around, you could shall I be them light, but not just alone. The time we learned in Rabbi Amar of Mayor, Hizaru, be very careful. Hizaru be be I should be careful in front of my daughter. He was telling people, make sure I don't even have yichud with my own daughter. Amr of Tarfin, Tarfin would say, Kalasi, make sure I'm never home alone with my daughter-in-law. And one of the Talmudim used to make fun of him for not having yichud with a family member. The same way there's people who are who laugh about yichud. Like, yeah, what do you think I'm going to do anyway? Right? Take the greatest gedailim. They're 119, 120 years old. And bring them somebody who you think is the least attractive woman ever, they will run out of the room and not be miyached at any age. Okay? So there was a Talmud, though, who was like, yeah, you, come on, Rabbi. Yeah, come on. What's the big deal? What are you going to do? <laughs> it didn't take too long. This guy ended up having relations with his own mother-in-law. Okay? 
This, by the way, very much connects to the case of the earlier story of the Itzahara showing up to, uh, to Plimu, who said, you know, I and the Itzahara, the Itzahara could take all kinds, of turns. all kinds of people and make it look to you like it's beautiful. Even if it's for a short amount of time. The Itzahara can make anything look like anything. Afilu and Behema. You can't even have Yichud with an animal. Abai Machlali Mikula Dabra. Is that, is he saying it's halakha like that? What? You can't have Yichud with an animal. That's how he passed it. No. No. But uh, Abaye said you can't be alone with an animal. Uh, uh, um, that's what the Shmuel said. Abaye Machlali Mikula Dabra. Abaye, when he would go learn, would make sure there were no animals around him. Yeah, no, no animals walked into the Bispanish. They didn't want to have Yichud with an animal. Yeah, it's incredible. Rav Sheshes Marvale Mitzra. Rav Sheshes would go to the other side of the bridge. The animals couldn't be near him. Rav Chana Minarda, Ikla the Rav Kahana the Pumnara. Now, if you think for a second that these people had tithes for animals, no chance. No chance. But this was the halacha, so that's what they did. That, at that time, that's how, that was Shmuel's Psak. Rav Chana Minarda, Ikla the Rav Kahana the Pumnara, Chaziot Yosef Ikagaras, Bekaimu Bebekame. So he was learning Tarin, there's an animal right in front of him. Yeah, his pet dog was right over there. Yeah, he says, what, what, you can't be miyaka with nano. Amarle, lavadaiti, I didn't notice. Lavadaiti. I didn't notice there was an animal here. The animal was there. Yeah. Okay. Amar Rava says, A person could have yichud with two yavamais. What does this mean? Two sister-in-laws. Okay. Or two co-wives. So usually we said one man and two women is not allowed. But if these two women don't like each other, it is allowed. So if these two women are sister-in-laws or um, it's uh, their co-wives, easily snitchable, yeah, a mother-in-law and daughter-in-law, yeah, a stepmom and stepdaughter, an older woman, a younger girl, she adas tambia, who knows, who understands what, uh, what bia is. In other words, this is a practical halacha. She can tell over what happened. Uh, she But she's not going to give herself over to Bia. So also the, in, in those situations, Yichud is permitted. Okay, we're at the two dots towards the bottom. We'll hold it here. Bezjam will pick up tomorrow morning. Have a good nerve Shabbos.